Hello listeners, hope you all are doing great and welcome back to another episode of Energy Insights with Raghi. For those of you who are listening me for the first time, a little bit of background on me. I am an energy professional with around two decades of experience in oil and gas industry. A passionate growth mindset individual with profound interest in progressing responsible energy transition. My podcast mainly revolves around topics that are currently gaining momentum in the energy world. More precisely, with a focus on energy transition and carbon neutrality. Undoubtedly, there are tremendous resources to read and gain the energy insights from. But I would like to use the power of active listening and share these insights with you all. So my dear audience, tighten your seatbelt as I do the reading and assembling part and bring the pertinent energy facts ready for your ears to enjoy. On a side note, the scope of this podcast is strictly for knowledge sharing purposes and not necessarily to provide any advice to the listeners and not in any way I attract any liability for any inconsistency in terms of the accuracy. Most of the information is available in the, t- in, in the public domain. The plan for the next 15 minutes is to present a global perspective on progressing the hydrogen economy. Last month, I chaired the second American Hydrogen Forum in the dynamic city of Houston. It was an honor to be invited as the chairwoman to this value-adding event for the second time this year. American Hydrogen Forum was an in-person event attended by 500-plus industry participants. The top industry stakeholders from Shell, Exxon, Air Liquide, Americas, ABS, Wood Group, Airbus, along with major APCC contractors like McDermott, Bechtel, Black & Veatch, Worley, Kivit, Technip, uh, and many service industry majors and OEMs like FlowServe, Chart, Atlas Copco, MHI, and Siemens participated and presented in the forum. It was a complete honor for me to exchange thoughts with eminent industry organizations like Fuel Cell and Hydrogen Energy Association, Center of Houston's Future, Department of Energy, EIC North and Central America, and Hydrogen Council. It was a two-day conference and I presented the keynote opening remarks and closing remarks for both the days, along with spearheading some panel discussions and coordinating some fireside chats with top industry leaders. 12 key takeaways I shared each day as a part of my closing remarks. Few participants from the industry reached out to me and asked if I could present a debrief on the conference and share the 24 key takeaways that I shared at the conference in the two days. I thought it might be a brighter idea to pull the high-level learnings and share the takeaways through my podcast handle to address a bigger audience. So here I am today to share those 24 key takeaways. The overarching objective of the conference was to collaborate with the stakeholders and understand how the industry is preparing to face the challenge of climate change globally. It was promising to see and hear several industry advocates uh, who are working at the forefront to bring the objectives set by the Paris Agreement, Hydrogen Council and recently the COP26 to fruition. Just to give you all a little bit of context to to these world-class initiatives, in 2015, the global community committed themselves to substantially reduce global greenhouse gas emissions by limiting the temperature increase for the century well below 2 degrees Celsius compared to pre-industrial levels. That was the main objective set by the Paris Agreement. Two years later, in 2017, the first Hydrogen Council was launched in Davos. 
Hydrogen Council was a unique global initiative which reinforced the prospects of bringing hydrogen to mainstream and making it a dominant portion of the future energy mix. Today, Hydrogen Council is a 134 global CEO-led alliance from companies across the globe representing the entire hydrogen value chain and working towards the deployment of hydrogen solutions to foster the decarbonization of our economies. And recently, the global community again came together with 2021 United Nations Climate Change Conference COP26 at Glasgow. COP26 President Alok Sharma said that we have kept 1.5 degrees Celsius within reach, but its pulse is weak and the progress of hydrogen is one of the developments to keep that pulse alive. At COP26, all sides of the system, from the governments uh, to the hydrogen producers uh, to the industrial consumers, clearly signal that the world is ready for the transformation with hydrogen as the fuel for change. Thanks to all these phenomenal industry-led initiatives that has eventually triggered a lot of momentum for hydrogen within the USA as well, and subsequently it is encouraging to see that the Biden administration is optimistically supporting the growth of hydrogen as a clean fuel source. Our Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm recently announced a plan to ensure affordability of clean energies by decreasing cost, including among the plants are fuel cells and hydrogen. To increase its cost, uh, to increase its competitiveness against other fuels for similar applications such as natural gas, the Energy Secretary hopes to shrink the hydrogen's price by 80% by 2030, bringing it, bringing it down to around $1 per kg. So in the grand scheme, we all are convinced that hydrogen plays a pivotal role in the carbon neutrality that each one of us seek to achieve in different industrial sectors. At the same time, the global energy landscape is going through a paramount shift and there is a massive momentum to bring the hydrogen to mainstream and make it a dominant portion of the future energy mix. But a million dollar question is what we as advocates of this energy source can do to ensure the progression is in the right direction. Personally, I feel creating a robust and sustainable hydrogen value chain calls for the industry's continued efforts to innovate and collaborate to commercialize the hydrogen technologies to scale as a very first step. Secondly, embracing a phased approach towards deploying the hydrogen technologies based on end-use application, cost competitiveness, policies, socio-economic drivers and barriers that exist within the different economies globally will be the key differentiators. Adopting these simple steps, I am very hopeful that progressing hydrogen economy will be optimally achieved in the near term. The need for the energy transition and the role for the hydrogen within the energy transition was widely understood, shared and highlighted by all the speakers in the forum. However, the implications and challenges that must be resolved for progressing the responsible energy transition called for a concerted effort. The good news is, hearing the eminent industry leaders in the two-day event, I was able to establish very precise and clear takeaways on the global perspective of progressing the hydrogen economy. And here I am today to share those 24 takeaways with you. So are you ready for the rapid 24 takeaways? If so, tighten your seatbelt as I'm going to reiterate them on public demand today. Number one. 
hydrogen has the potential to be a powerful enabler of this transition as it offers a clean sustainable and flexible option to provide a pathway for energy diversity number 2 while the united states produces 10 million tons of hydrogen annually a significant increase in the hydrogen supply and demand will be required to fully realize hydrogen's benefit across the entire value chain and this also calls for the immediate progression of the hydrogen supply chain number 3 hydrogen can increase america's energy security Vehicles operating on hydrogen can dramatically reduce our nation's dependence on oil and significantly reduce the tailpipe emissions. Number 4, responsible energy transition calls for industries focus both on carbon management and hydrogen together. Leaving any one behind will not be a sensible choice and keep the puzzle bold unsorted. This was one of the key takeaways that I established from one of the panels that I spearheaded. So one of my top favorite key takeaways. Number 5, retrofitting blue hydrogen with CCUS would allow continued use of existing assets while still achieving lower ghg emission goals it could cater as a transition shade until the green hydrogen becomes mainstream especially within regions where sequestration sites are easily accessible and available another personal favorite takeaway of mine number 6 there are three pathways to produce zero emission hydrogen through smr steam methane reforming using biomethane or combined with carbon capture sequestration ccus secondly through electrolysis using electricity generated by renewables and thirdly through gasification of biomass while smr and electrolysis are mature technologies gasification and smr with ccus are still developing green hydrogen needs blue hydrogen in order to advance in demand financially and structurally the energy tapestry will have the green and blue turquoise and many other colors in the near term until we develop the green hydrogen at scale to meet the humongous energy demands of the world this is another favorite key takeaways of mine number 8 the long term benefits of hydrogen are compelling with a clear acceleration we see over the past 3 years which is coming from commercialization of products in all sectors at the same time continuous improvement in cost and performance of hydrogen related technologies should be made all along the entire value chain Number 9 collaborative partnerships and working together with government and industry can expedite prog- uh, expedite progress in improving the efficiency and economics of hydrogen production Number 10 local hydrogen hubs uh, bring together industry local businesses local stakeholders and local authorities to develop and deploy hydrogen and fuel cell projects in a way which meets the energy and transportation needs of the local community regional hydrogen hub implementation strategies needs thorough evaluation of local infrastructure cost environment and energy justice priorities and evaluation of market adoption at the same time number 11 emerging hydrogen technologies are at a crossroad developers end users and industry in general will have to come together and make an optimal choice between cost competitiveness and value proposition of the offered hydrogen production technologies that will help hydrogen to move forward with agility in the near term 
This was one of the key takeaways I established while spearheading the discussion on optimizing hydrogen production routes. Number 12, it is pertinent the stakeholders facilitate agreement of industry standards across regions and sectors to enable hydrogen technologies and take advantage of scale effects and decreasing cost. Number 13, today's capital cost for many hydrogen production technologies are sufficiently higher than those for other fuels. Developers and EPCC contractors are working to reduce this cost by applying the principles of design for manufacture by identifying better materials, decreasing the number of necessary parts, designing simplified system and moving into mass production. Number 14, it is very significant that industry stakeholders develop long-term and stable policy frameworks to guide the commercialization of hydrogen technologies and energy transition in all sectors inclusive of energy transport industry and residential. Number 15, hydrogen can add value to hard to abate industry sectors such as steel and ammonia production, stimulate base load power sources such as nuclear and accelerate the integration of renewables in the energy system. Number 16, adopting the right technology and breakthrough technology advancements will be very pivotal to progress the green hydrogen economy in the right direction. Number 17, integrating different hydrogen different technologies like renewable and green hydrogen will be very strong will be a strong path forward to improve energy energy efficiency and carbon management of the processes and progress optimal energy transition number 18 a person again a personal favorite of mine turbo machinery is a diversified unit operation within oil and gas sector they are one of the most critical equipments within hydrogen value chain both from ram which stands for reliability accessibility and maintainability as well as from capex opex perspective they will only be more significant and pivotal with the energy transition gaining momentum as pretty much each and every lane of energy transition hugely relies on turbo machineries number 19 hydrogen distribution and global supply chain has three components trucks pipelines and ships By 2030, assuming at-scale production and transportation infrastructure in place, hydrogen could be shipped from locations such as Australia or Middle East to projected demand centers at cost of two to three dollar per kg of hydrogen. Number 20, mobility applications of hydrogen requires a coordinated effort across industries to resolve the market mismatch between infrastructure deployment with sufficient deployment of hydrogen fueling stations to meet the demands for hydrogen by fuel cell electric vehicles fcevs number 21 global transportation generates 24% of direct co2 emissions from gasoline and diesel combustion processes contributing roughly to 3 quarters of the global transportation emissions battery electric vehicle and fuel cell electric vehicles are viable alternatives to decarbonize global transportation sector in the near term number 22 the large scale storage of hydrogen plays a fundamental role in a potential future hydrogen economy the applications of certain storage technologies such as Uh, liquid hydrogen methanol ammonia is found to be advantageous in terms of storage density cost of storage and safety 
Number 23 blending hydrogen into the existing natural gas infrastructure has national and regional benefits for energy storage resiliency and emissions reductions hydrogen produced from renewables nuclear or other resources can be injected into the natural gas pipelines and the blend can then be used by conventional end users of natural gas to generate power and heat this is one smart way of retrofitting the existing assets and reducing the overall carbon footprint at the same time number 24 last but not the least for the love of the money industry needs to widen their perspective around finance foundation and offerings from hydrogen economy through the infrastructure and venture capital funds while driving the hydrogen economy and creating a vast value creation opportunity after all money isn't everything but everything needs money with that positive note time to wrap up my session i'm sure it will take you a lot of time to assimilate the 24 key takeaways and the global industry perspective on hydrogen economy thank you to all my listeners for trusting me and my opinion and if you find this 20 minute brain dump of mine interesting feel free to circulate it to my network in, circulate it into your network and do write to me at energyinsightswithrakhi@gmail.com you can also find me at linkedin uh, with profile name rakhi oli and share your questions and insights with me there i would really love to hear your perspective beyond everything remember the most significant takeaway always and that is stay happy healthy and most importantly empathetic as that is what the world needs the most with that note time to sign off bye until we catch up with another insightful podcast thank you bye bye